0: Welcome to stampede no like trust welcome to the show everybody <laughs> in the house we have a full stack of hosts today we have our full all four of us in the house ladies and gentlemen the most mantabulous human being troy campbell in the house today there he is right there troy campbell can you Excited it? to
1: be here, folks. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, we have a great guest today, um, and it's it's really about building leadership. So, um, and this that's is a something perfect I'm, guest. Yes, it's something that is critical to every business in marketing. Um, so, I'm really exa- happy to have her.
0: Also in the house, you're going to pass it on. Pass yep. the torch. Pass Ooh. the torch. Nice, Mister oh, Ryan Pilkington, ladies and gentlemen, in the house. Disputed the only one. Named Ryan Pilkington in this room currently. (laughs) Very nice. Ryan's our brand expert and he's here to make sure you're all branded. Yeah, make sure we're all branded. And of course, (laughs) last but not least, Mr. Oh, and then there's me, but that's fine. Last but not least, uh, Rich Brett Rich in the house. Rich Brett Rich. The rich Brett Rich. (laughs) I'll take
2: it. Rich Brett Rich.
0: Uh, he's operations at Stampede, and and I'm Bobby Glenn James, of course, and we're here to have some fun and and really get to know, like and trust Meredith Bell. So let's do that right now. You guys, you guys up for that?
1: Uh, absolutely. Um, I always say there's like five areas of business. One of them is marketing, which where we're at, and mm-hmm. then there's finance. There's product development. Um, there is fulfillment, and then there's leadership. And Meredith has mm. cornered the market on that.
0: Yes, so she is with Grow Strong Leaders, GrowStrongLeaders yep. Grow dot leaders com. Leaders. Com. That's easy. That's easy enough to do. Growstrongleaders.com. Awesome, Meredith. Welcome to the show
3: well thank you for having me it's a pleasure to be with all of you all i'm looking forward to our conversation
0: we are as well let's let's get to get to know you so just tell us a little bit about your history what's going on and just kind of feel free we want to just get to know you so let us sure
3: well i always wanted to be a teacher that was how i started out i never thought i didn't know what an entrepreneur was back then so Uh, So I went into teaching, I taught a few years and I realized, hmm, it's kind of boring doing the same thing over and over again. (laughs) So I got my master's and went into administration, working at the school board office, thinking, gee, I can lead some people, right? And then I discovered, gee, I don't do bureaucracy and I don't do politics, so (laughs) I ended up taking a risk and leaving. And this is something that should be encouraging to all of your listeners. I had never had a single business course in my life. Mm-hmm. I had no understanding of business, but I was an avid learner and reader, and right. back then there were no there was no internet. So I was studying and, you know, falling on my face a lot, but what I was excited about was this whole idea of helping people communicate better with each other at work because there were so many issues around conflict and avoidance and just tension. And I thought, what could I do to contribute? So I just started a solo consulting and training practice and ended up working with local businesses and helping them with these very basic things that you just pointed out, Troy, you know, number five, leadership. Well, a lot of people that start businesses don't have that experience Mm -hmm. or knowledge. So I found it was really, Important to help with that and team building. So it was all about how do we get along with each other at work? And then I met uh, Denny codes Another consultant. He, He and I were both solo consultants at the time We started collaborating found we were very compatible from a values perspective as well as what we were interested in doing So we decided to merge our two companies and brought in a third person to manage everything else operational wise and so the three of us have now worked together for over 30 years
0: wow 30 years i was gonna say you've been doing this a couple years right just a
3: couple years and and (laughs) don't you have clients that have been
1: with you for like 20 years
3: and we have clients yes now here's the thing we did another pivot this is again another aha for your listeners in 1994, we decided we wanted to introduce a technology called 360-degree feedback. It was very new back then. This is where the, you don't have just one supervisor or manager evaluating your performance. You have input from everybody that works with you, and that's why it's called 360. Your direct reports, your peers, and your manager. Interesting. But the problem yeah. back then is there were very few options, and they were very expensive and very rigid. You had a set of items, you couldn't change them. So we said, you know what, we could do better. And so we hired a software developer and made a major pivot to become a software company instead of consulting and training. We had no experience in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just but you know what drove us and drove me when I started my business was this belief that I could do it. you know that there was obviously a need for it because of what we were seeing and hearing with our clients and so we jumped in and created this product that's still going strong today and that's why we still have people that have worked with us for over 20 years because they love us they love our software they have a great experience when they call us and so what i have focused on doing is the marketing and sales aspect of our business because I'm the relationship builder. Mm -hmm. And it's just been wonderful to kind of grow older with some of these folks that have used our product for so long and see results because that's what we're all about is helping people make real changes in behavior so they are better leaders, they are better team players because they know how to communicate well with each other. And during the pandemic, we wrote two books on uh, connect with your team on the top 10 communication skills and peer coaching made simple to help people learn how they can coach each other as they're working to improve their performance. Because here's a key thing, everybody needs coaching but a company can't bring in a coach for every employee, most likely, right. uh, unless it's a very small company. And so how can you help other people that aren't certified as coaches to be able to support and coach each other as they're working to improve?
2: What that's, I think is really that's... interesting about uh, what what you've done, Meredith, is is right now it's kind of a popular thing in in corporate culture is to uh, do all this, uh, peer feedback and, and, and getting all that coaching down, down to the, the, the lowest level tier employee about how to communicate with people. It's, it's huge and it's really popular, but you've been pioneering this for 30 plus years and that is awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: That's ahead of the curve.
0: Way ahead. I think that's a big proof too of, of the longevity of clients having them 20 years that you really truly do understand no like and trust because mm-hmm. you do yeah. not keep clients like that if you don't have their trust mm-hmm. if you don't have them that like what you're doing and know who you are so i think that's a, a big kudos and and that's not something you can fake you you can okay. you can buy tons of likes on social media and all that stuff but you can't fake that you've had a client 20 years yeah. you can't fake no. that you could say it and not mean it, but 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 you, if it's true, then that that's a, a powerful thing that shows you know how to make clients happy or mm-hmm. give them value. So mm-hmm. I, kudos to you for that. Yep. I okay. was just
1: thinking one of the things that that we've really learned as a marketing agency is the power of those basics, and 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 so I'll I'll bet you if you're getting results from this software. I'll bet you it really helps companies figure out how to set up your leadership basics, how to do your communication basics. Am I am I right with that guess?
3: Oh, sure, yes. Because with our software, you not only can get feedback for an individual leader or individual employee, you can aggregate that data and see what are the trends here. What uh, what are the areas where everybody's really strong, or a lot of people are strong, and others, you know, there's a gap. And so it helps them determine where should they invest their learning and development dollars? To, you know, where are the real gaps instead of guessing or making assumptions?
1: Right. Yeah. No, I love it. Yep. No ad hoc guesses. Wow.
0: I, I just, before we spin the wheel and stuff, I just want to know what what's uh, one of the most important Know, like, and trust things you think you've connected to with clients in the last 30 years. What's, what's your most valuable know, like, and trust advice, I think? I'm just curious. Taking,
3: uh, taking a greater interest in them and asking questions and being genuinely curious mm-hmm. and listening at a very deep level to what's being said and what's not said instead of looking for an opportunity to talk about yourself and your product.
0: Oh my gosh. That's so so rare. It's so rare
3: that people do that. It's like they can't help themselves. And Mm -hmm. so I've acquired that skill and the more I've used it and the more I've seen the power of it Mm -hmm. in terms of building a relationship and almost instantly creating trust.
0: Yes. Right.
3: It's it's magical.
0: Over and over again. Well, you go into networking. Uh, go ahead. Whether right, you're talking right.
2: about talking about the corporate space or, or in the home, I mean, um, people just don't listen. Listening skills are, are hard, right? <laughs> we always they are. We always wanna say what we're gonna say and and we're we're looking for the next comment so we can jump right in. But listening is, is a hard skill to, to develop, and and very few people uh, really hone in on that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I I don't like calling them soft skills because they are hard. It's hard. <laughs> and, um, they are hard skills, <laughs> yeah. uh, and listening especially because we you know everybody is is caring about themselves, which is only natural. It takes us a, a really high level, I think, of emotional intelligence to recognize this person in front of me is a human being with the desire and need to be understood. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So few people make that effort that when you do, you stand out. Mm-hmm. They remember that. Mm-hmm. And so that's huge. Could I share one other thing? Absolutely. Bobby, you were asking me to, you know, mention something. I read a line in this book, The Prosperous Coach. Even though I'm not a coach, I read a lot about coaching because that's what listening, you know, really good listening is. H- imagine this, if you ask yourself this question before every conversation, how can I serve this person so powerfully that they never forget our conversation for the rest of their life? Wow,
4: wow. Now, it.
3: when you when you analyze that, It can't be about you. (laughs) They're not going to remember that for the rest of their life. What they're going to remember is if you are tuned into them, you ask them questions nobody else takes time to ask them. You listen in a way that shows them you really get them. They're going to feel that and they carry that with them and they will remember it.
0: Yep. You know, it's so weird because yep. it's not rocket science. This is not rocket science. But but our natural human beingness is to kind of focus on ourselves. Yep. If we can get out of that and really pay attention to other people. Uh, geez, Dale Carnegie was talking about it, you know, in the 40s or the 30s <laughs> with, with uh, how to win yeah. friends and influence people. This isn't new information. It's funny how many folks don't use this insanely powerful tool. Mm-hmm. to connect to businesses or or mm-hmm. even potential clients or what have you yep. so thank you for that 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 to me i just wrapped up my powerful thing that's what i'm going to talk about nobody can take a, that at the end of the show ah. just so you know <laughs> dang it <laughs> she told it to We're me you have to go just first so you, <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, there we go i'll go first <laughs> all right so can we spin the wheel i know this is the time where we have a little bit of fun and and kind of put you on the spot and who knows where we'll go with that are you up for it meredith
3: I am give it to me.
0: <laughs> All right, let's
3: uh, we let's
0: see what happens. Come on, let's have a good one. Come on, people. Mm-hmm. And the answer is. Question. Okay. Well, question. this is easy, but I think it's a good one. This is a really good one. Yeah. So, what is the question we have not asked? That you want to answer.
4: <laughs>
0: so we gotta give you a couple seconds to think about that because that, that that's that it's basically putting it back on you. What is a something you would like to talk about right now? You kind of already hit us with, I think, one of the biggest things you could possibly could have. <laughs> but what have we not talked about right now that, that maybe you think is important?
3: I love this question who do I need to be in order to serve this person well?
4: Mm.
3: Who do I need to be? Because that again, takes us out of ourselves. And if we can combine that with who am I being, for instance, let's think of an employee or a family member right? Mm -hmm. That we, um, we appreciate them at times, but there are other things that really bug us. And so if we are being the person who is noticing all the things they do wrong, then how is that helping us build the relationship? Whereas if we're being the person who notices the things they do well, the things they do right, what, what value they have in our lives, then we are going to respond to them very differently mm-hmm. so thinking about who am i being in this moment or who am i being as the leader of this organization or the spouse of this person or the father or mother of this person
0: mm-hmm. can i add and something who do
3: i want to be versus who am i being perhaps can, in this moment
0: can i add something to that and i and i'm just tell me if if i'm going down a wrong trail here but If I go in that space and say, who do I need to be for that person? Can I also – sometimes I need to look at it and be honest and say, hey, I I can't be that person. Wow. Do I – is that a place where sometimes I may need to go instead of trying to fit and help that person? Maybe you just need to realize – you know what? You're a great person, but I I probably am not the person for you. And is that is that okay? Is that or or should you be now? There's there's always a way to be there and help.
3: Well, well, no. I think you know. In think of an employee that's not working out. You don't want to say I'm going to be a doormat so they can be here. right.
0: <laughs> right. Yep. It's, Absolutely. It's
3: looking at a relationship that you want to you know, work on. And it may be the best thing you can do for an employee that's not working out is say, is be. I mean, you always wanna be honest with people and just say, you know what, we're not a good fit. Here are the things that I've noticed that are not working out. And so, you know, we're going to to let you go. Here's what I could do to be helpful. Yeah. It prevents us, when we think about how am I being, it prevents us from being angry, vindictive, aggressive, Right. Because what we want to do is, most importantly, maintain a good relationship with ourselves. Yeah. And if we feel guilt or shame or some negative emotion after we've exploded or, you know, uh, uh, acted in a way we're not proud of, Right. That doesn't serve us and our self-esteem very well. So who am I being? Am I being honest with myself and this other person? Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I'm recommending at all right. to be dishonest. Yeah. It's a matter of looking at, given this situation, who? what's required of me? Do I need to exercise patience? Do I not need to assert myself because I feel like I'm being taken advantage of? It's looking at what do I need to do to take care of myself and this relationship in this particular situation.
0: And that goes right back to your original question. Who do I need to be for that mm-hmm. person? And and yeah. it, it could be that I, I'm not the person that can help them or maybe I could find somebody they can mm-hmm. or they're not the person to be in our group because they're just, they're they're not in a part of our culture or, or what have you, right? They don't fit. And that's okay. That's okay. All of that is okay. That's about being honest and open and connected with employees or clients or what have you. And uh, I love it.
1: Yeah. I just wanted to give you an example from me of what she's talking about. So, so I've got four daughters and ever since they were born, it's just like an honor. i I've never, it's never stopped being cool. They're in their twenties now, and it's never stopped being cool, and and we've just, ha- I've just we've had so much fun in our lives. But sometimes they'll say something, and I don't say anything. But I'm surprised that they don't know this, or they or they have this point of view. And I've thought, well, why do I feel that surprise? And I think what it is is that I don't, I have not totally. I, I, I've i connected us too much together like if I know it they should know it
4: right and instead that, and,
1: and of that, saying and that negates them as being their own persons living in their own world figuring things out as they go mm-hmm. and and so then that's made me go okay I need to be me and let them be them that's what I would say
0: be the example and not the preacher.
1: Yeah. Well, but I need to. Well, I don't preach. I never say anything to them, right? <laughs> right. Right. I just it, it just shocks me, and then and then I'm like, why am I shocked? Because they're they they are on their own little journey, right? And I'm on mine, and they're them, and I'm me, and and what I know shouldn't I shouldn't ever think that someone else should know it just because I know it. That's that's negating them as a person.
3: Yeah.
1: And anyway, and so, so so who honoring them who yeah honoring
0: each individual right so if we're focusing on who
1: we should be we're also letting other people be them
2: yeah themselves the effect you're having on people meredith we just went really deep
3: (laughs) 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 i you know it's so interesting because i was sitting here thinking you guys aren't doing as much laughing as you do (laughs) and
0: you got us thinking
3: and, and and i'm not sorry about that. I'm thinking no. I'm bringing what I'm supposed to be bringing to yeah. this conversation.
4: We go and where the Troy, guest takes listening, us.
3: Listening to you, Troy, I have to say one of the words that is also an important one for us to keep in mind is the word judgment, mm-hmm. because it's easy to judge someone else when they're saying something that's different from what we thought Right. they yeah. might say. And so one of the key words I guess I would want to share is this curiosity, you know, genuinely being curious to learn about what is it about the conclusion they drew, let's say, or the opinion they have. So we don't feel threatened by it. It's simply different mm-hmm. from our own and being curious to find out where did that come from? Because that allows us to learn more about this other person. Mm hmm. Then we might have, if we just cut it off and, and just went, oh, and let it go without right. exploring what was behind their thinking. Yeah.
0: I love that. Yep. Yeah. We, we should. We should. We should be open to, to seeing and, and connecting with how other people. And that's about, you know, how do I yep. do what I need to be for that person? Yep.
1: And I'll, I, I, I'll, and I'll bet it. you that fundamental respect fosters more getting respect. results and yeah. and having having healthier relationships and accomplishing things.
0: Absolutely a great way to treat your clients for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cool. Okay. Are you ready for the next one to get a little, little bit crazy? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's spin the wheel. Who knows what will happen here? We've added some things to it, so it might be who knows what will happen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, no, I wanted this, that other one. This one's good, too, though. This one's good, too. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, this one's good, too. Ah, I wanted that other one, but oh, well. No. Okay, so what it says, and there's no rules here. You know the, you know the, the rules are. There are no rules. But the, <laughs> the, the, the question is, or the words up here are crazy move.
1: Do, do, do.
0: Crazy move. Whatever that means to you. Whatever that means
2: to you, crazy move. Is that like the floss or is that like moving from one house to another? Well, I'll
3: tell you. Changing business plan. when When I first heard crazy move, I was thinking about, we were in office space for 20 years and there came to be this time when we didn't really need it anymore as a software company back in the early days we had to house you know the the paper products the cds or way back the floppy (laughs) diskets that we shipped we had um you know a training classroom where people came to learn how to use the software but once we made everything you know, the training online and everything else, we really didn't need the office space anymore. So we right. thought, why are we still here? So over 10 years ago, way before COVID, we, um, we made the decision to work remotely from our homes. And some people would think, well, that's crazy. It doesn't seem crazy anymore. No. But back then <laughs> it seemed really odd to, to do that, and, because it was like, well, how can you coordinate, how can you talk? Well, we have the phone, we have now, you know, Skype, Zoom, everything. And so it seemed a little crazy at the time, but it made so much sense, and we have loved it. We've done this now for over 11 years, and work very efficiently. Mm-hmm. You are
0: so always ahead of the time. the getting time. of
2: you, Meredith, is that you are an exceptional oddball. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I say that.
0: <laughs> or a prophet. I mean, come on. Did well, <laughs> we can say
1: that, Brett, but it needs to be behind her back, not in front of her.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> this, is, this is, I mean, you're like a future teller. Yeah. This is, uh, everything you've done, you've done not just months ahead. You, you've done things years and years ahead of, of the curve. And, and, and I, I'm sure... Uh, people have looked at you while well, like, wow, that's weird. Interesting that you're doing that. And and now, everybody, it's main, it's mainstream. I, I just, I think that's kudos to your ability to see what needs to be done, not what everybody thinks should be done. Yeah.
1: I also like to add, um, doing that's an entrepreneurial trait to figure out how to do something better and not just do do things because you're expected to or this is. Right. I heard this one story about um, there's a military base, and, and part, of, part, part, of, part of the thing is they have these two guys uh, um, around this bench that are always on guard around this bench. And, and some, some oddball captain or, or general or something came in to take over the base and is like, why do, you, why do we have two people guarding that bench? And no one knew. And so then they did some research back, and I don't know if this is a real story, I've heard it as a true story, but I haven't verified it. And they went back, and they finally found the, the guy that issued the order, and some old general, and he was retired and everything. He said, why is that? He said, well, I set that up to guard the bench while the paint dried, <laughs> right? <laughs> and just everyone came in and they're just doing the same thing and no one's questioning it <laughs> right uh, if you that's... don't need the big office building get out of the big office building yeah
0: yeah, uh-huh. yeah.
1: How, how do you think
0: that, uh, meredith that you you became to that mindset or you and your, your 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 the folks you work with how did you get a mindset to be open to that kind of stuff i i think there's there's a story there there is a connection there what why were you open to that is it just is it because what worked but anyway do you kind of know what i'm asking there's something there i have a question i'm oh, hoping I you, you know what i'm saying
3: <laughs> are you talking about the decision to move out of the office space i think the the
0: ability to kind of make decisions that have that have worked and and then came around later that other no. people you do it.
3: yeah okay so there's a few things here because i'm thinking about when i made my own decision to leave i wasn't you know, in business with my two partners at that time. I think a key thing is I trusted my ability to make it work. Right. You know, I knew there were answers there. And so having that confidence to just make that shift and and fully expect that I would figure out how to do it. And part of that is learning to trust, you know, your intuition because it was time for me to leave that school system and you know i had to do that in the face of family members and other people that were looking at why on earth are you leaving this you know job you've worked so hard to get and um you know all that education you paid for and Mm -hmm. you, you have to trust yourself enough and i think that's what i had and um, that even though I might not get it right, and I certainly didn't get it right every time, you know, that's just part of that. Just comes with the territory. Is but looking at it as learning, I'm always learning, so I can get better. I can figure it out. And then when the three of us were working together, I think what fed that was this combined trust that we had for each other that we could make this decision that would work well for all of us because we knew everybody involved would would still work we we didn't have the kind of culture where if i'm not watching you every minute how do i know you're doing your job you know yeah you have to have that kind of a trust and i think that's what was so shocking when COVID hit and everybody had to suddenly start working remotely There were a lot of managers going, Well, how will I know if people are doing their jobs? Well, Mm -hmm. look at results, right? Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah.
3: (laughs) And that whole communication thing again. How are we communicating with each other? And collaboration that's another important C word. You know, am I more of a directing person or should I be looking at how can I collaborate so I get other people's ideas? So we talked about this a great deal before we decided to become a software company, before we decided to move out of office space, we looked at the pros and cons and said, yeah, it makes sense, let's do it. And and I think that's the other key, is being decisive. Right. Once you have evaluated it, we're not wishy-washy, we don't think, well, should we do this? No, get into action, do it. Yeah. I think
0: a, key. a lot of that is the epitome of, of an entrepreneur's mind Mm -hmm. and it and it isn't necessarily something that can be taught i do think there are certain people in this world that just have that kind of mindset and they they do that the fact that you said i you know i know i'm not happy here and i'm and i get to do something else that not everybody will do that there's so many people that will go you know what i'm not happy here but it's safe I right. get a paycheck every day I can pay my mortgage you know what I'm not even thinking that there's something better out there yeah you know and, and that that not everybody has that and yep. and that's something I tell people that want to start a business you've got to understand the drive that makes you want to start that business you, you need to understand what it is mm-hmm. if it's just because you want another job, that you feel safer in, that you're on a long road to hoe there. That's going to be mm-hmm. bumpy and scary. And if you don't enjoy that bumpy scariness, just go get a job where you feel okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yep. I think you know. She was talking about she had confidence in herself, and what to me that is is why someone will stay in their own job is when they make a change, they're afraid of failing. And people with some with a little bit of confidence aren't going to take failure personally. And so it's just going to Learn be learning. It it's going to yeah, it, yeah, so okay, I'm going Always to make this learning. change. There will be problems, but it's but that's but I'll figure it out somehow. And so when all those failures start coming, they're not taking it personally and saying, "Oh, I'm a failure." They're going, "Oh, look at all the things I'm learning." Yeah. To yeah, me, and
2: that and beyond beyond the confidence, I mean that uh, Meredith, you you said you you were you had a learning mindset. And I think those two things have to be together. You have to you have to be confident in yourself, and you have to have a learning mindset. Because confidence without learning is arrogance, <laughs> right? And uh, and learning without confidence is uh, just education. You're just learning stuff. But you, confidence with education is wisdom. Uh, is wisdom. It's application. It's yeah. it, it's moving forward. It's it's self improvement and and it's change.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it love it so let's go ahead go ahead Mm -mm, no no no
0: no if you've got something go for it i was
3: just thinking about another crazy move was when we decided to get office space denny and i were solopreneurs working out of our homes Hmm. and we decided to share office space we wanted to share an admin assistant this was before we merged our two companies and i remember i hardly slept the night before You know Mm -hmm. it's sort of like in a personal relationship oh i'm going to move in with this person Right. (laughs) what's that going to be like and so you know you could say that was sort of crazy too but it was a really good way for us to share resources and kind of test the waters to see are we really compatible because i think sometimes people can get excited about the opportunity to work with another person they have this great chemistry But then they realize after they've made the commitment, uh uh-oh, we really have some severe differences here. And so it was a good opportunity to, you know, share some resources, share some projects and discover, hey, yeah, this has real potential. You know, we are compatible in all the important ways. And that has, you know, I think made a huge difference. And it's why we've been able to work together all this time, because by now... Paul and Denny and I have a very deep love and commitment to each other. You know, we're there for each other. We listen with an open mind. And I will say that was learned. You know, it hasn't been um, without its bumps and bruises and potholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I remember Denny had a Ph.D. He was an excellent writer. And when I would write draft something, whether it was marketing, you know, copy or an article we were writing, when he would um, start, you know, making changes to it, I took it personally at first. It was like, Oh, geez, you know, how can I measure up? And eventually, I came to realize he's just making it better. You know, it's not about me. One of you said something earlier about don't take it personally, that is so huge an entrepreneur and that's where that learner mindset comes in too, Brett. This whole idea that, oh, I can learn from this person. yeah. And so now if you watch Denny and me interact with each other when we've drafted text, <laughs> we don't, Mince any words you know we don't tiptoe <laughs> around we're going that's that's terrible you got to just take that whole paragraph <laughs> and it's just more time efficient because we know it's intended for the better result yep. not not to attack each other and wow. i think it goes back to that no like and trust if you don't have that basis of trust then that's where that doubt Fear, resentment, all this negative stuff can come in. But Mm -hmm. if you trust that person is in your corner, they're only doing things to make it better for the whole group, then there's no offense ever taken.
1: Oh man, that's so good. And it's one thing I like about her software and her program is because if I'm working on leadership of my business, (laughs) I have a tool that I can systematically use to build that trust. Yeah.
0: Wow, with that said, what's your why, Meredith? What's your You know uh, you,
3: I've got a why. Yeah. You know I've got clarity mm-hmm. on that. Absolutely. Okay. This evolved over a period of years, but it's it's, it's in my bones now. <clears throat> my purpose is to serve and love profoundly so others mm-hmm. appreciate their value and maximize it. Wow. wow. And, and so each one of those. It only took
0: you 30 years to come up with that, right?
3: <laughs> it, it, it You know, it <laughs> evolved over time as I, as I um, learned new things. Like one of my strengths on one of these um, assessments was love. And I thought, hmm, how do I incorporate that into business? But the fact is, that's where this presence and being able to be with people in a very deep and meaningful way comes from because I care Mm
4: -hmm. and
3: I uh, communicate to them that I care. And so I thought, yeah, that's going in my purpose statement Mm -hmm. and serving coming from a place of how can I be of service to this person as opposed to what can I get from them or what can I give them now? Because I'm going to get it later no no it's serving with no strings attached Mm -hmm. it's giving and i want to just expand on that word appreciate because it has multiple meanings are you all familiar with dan sullivan of strategic coach Mm. he's um he's an amazing guy and he's the one i learned this from the word appreciate has multiple meanings and when you think of it as increasing in value like real estate appreciates, or our stocks hopefully appreciate. What if we applied that to the value of another person Mm -hmm. in two ways? One is, and and he does something that I just loved. he said before he was going to meet with somebody, he would think of all the things about them that he appreciated. Because it put him in the mindset to interact with them in the most positive way possible. But what I also found is, so it doesn't just increase the value in my own mind of this person before I talk to them. This is where it gets so powerful. You're increasing their value in their own mind when you treat them as valuable. Wow. So how can I listen to someone? How can I interact with them so that when they leave this conversation with me, they feel somehow elevated. They feel like they've expanded their view of themselves. You know, that's it's that's pretty profound. But that's what I that's my purpose. That's what I want to do. And, when you know,
2: I'm- I might, can I, can I just interject and add something there is sure. you said you're, you're increasing their value in, in their own mind, but you're also increasing their value in your own mind as exactly. you take the time to appreciate them yes. because that uh, that value has to be there in order for the appreciation to exist.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, you know, this goes back to noticing. I had a conversation with someone today, a brand new contact. I watched his, he's a speaker and an author, and I watched his speaker video. It was amazing. It was outstanding. And when I was talking to him, I said, you know, your speaker video was spectacular. And I listed the reasons why. And I could just see him appreciating that because he had spent, I don't even know how many weeks or months creating that with this other person and so to be acknowledged for that Mm -hmm. is you know just something that sometimes we won't even say you see it it requires noticing it requires getting out of our own heads and looking at the people around us and what they might be feeling or experiencing beyond just our view of them and it's it's I I don't even know how to say what a gift that is to other people because so few people do it. Wow. That if we can demonstrate, to verbalize with someone something we notice and appreciate. And of course, it has to be genuine. I'm not talking about artificial compliments. I'm talking about genuinely recognizing and then articulating something you appreciate about that other person. I love it. We don't hear it enough. We hear criticism.
1: In so fact, much. the, the, I'll bet you listeners and all of us can think of people in our lives that changed our lives 100% of the time. They were people who appreciated us yeah. as yeah. us. Yeah, true.
0: Meredith, thank you, man. I just want to say thank you for, for being on the show. Cause you've, like you said, we sometimes have a lot of fun, but this is, this has been really close to my heart. I mean, everything you say mm-hmm. is how I feel all the time when i, I love my clients mm-hmm. they know i love them i i've had clients 12 and 14 years because they know i love them
4: mm-hmm. they,
0: they know i care about them and i just wish everybody understood how powerful that is so thank you for being you're, you're like a master you're, you're like this. I want to, you know, I want to sit down at a yoga retreat and just talk <laughs> around the, the the sweat lodge and just connect. Because I, I, anyway, I just thank you for for being the master <laughs> yeah. with, with no I like share, and trust.
3: I just thought of something else. Little things that people could do. Um, are any of you familiar with Bill Glazer? He was um, president of the Glazer Kennedy insider circle for a number of years. I consider myself
0: a fairly good reader, but so far I'm zero in two. Oh,
3: (laughs) that's okay. Well, Bill was one of these that organized these events for marketers, uh, business owners that, you know, around their marketing. And I used to make a point of going up to him and just finding something about the conference that I was really enjoying
4: mm-hmm.
3: because I've run events and I know that what you hear the most are complaints right I was too mm-hmm. cold oh, so or why this person go on yes. so I would make a point of going up to him and letting him know certain things that I really appreciated and I did this consistently and I remember one time after I did that, he said, Meredith, could I get you to call me every day (laughs) and, (laughs) and tell me something good? He said, you're just so positive. And then I wrote a handwritten note to him and his team thanking them afterwards. And I listed the various things that had really meant a lot to me at that conference. Do you know, in the next newsletter, they printed a full page with that note. Oh, wow. And I just thought, Now, here he is, a multimillionaire. You wouldn't think that he needs this kind of affirmation. But the fact, what hit home with me was, we all need this. It doesn't matter what level of success you Mm -hmm. achieve. Everyone needs this. So never think that you should withhold saying something positive to someone because they don't need it. Or, you know, they won't appreciate it. We all value being recognized and affirmed.
1: Yeah,
2: wow. yeah. We, we are not our successes. We are people first.
1: People first.
3: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wow.
2: I needed to hear
0: this today. Yeah, this has really been insightful for me. Yeah, per, personally. personally. Thank you. Well, would you guys
1: wow. mind if I, if we did a pause and I told a joke so we could get more laughing going? <laughs> <laughs> Was that That a joke? Was was that it? (laughs) That was half of it. (laughs) That's a good good start. Well, uh, maybe I shouldn't because I I tell this joke and it's it's about an umbrella and it's always over every it's over everyone's head, so I don't think I will. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, that was funny. I was gonna tell a
0: vegetable joke, but it's a little corny, so I'm not going to.
1: See, this is these are called dad jokes. Right. Now, so bad. Any listener is now never going to listen to us again. <laughs>
0: well, with that said, Meredith, our last piece, we'd like to to hear a little bit of a marketing tool from you. Some kind of marketing piece that has worked for you in the past. That a gold nugget that that we can yes. hear. This is a marketing podcast, even though we love to get deep and fun yes. with our with our people.
3: Well, this one won't surprise you, I don't think. Um, I have a I use, LinkedIn, I use LinkedIn a lot. And so when I reach out to connect with someone, I am always looking for how can I be of service to them? How can I bring value to them? So uh, just as an example, uh, just to make it real, because I think people hear something and it's a concept, but I read this wonderful book called The Vision Code and I was impressed with the different CEOs this guy had interviewed for his book. And so I reached out to them and I said, I loved your uh, approach to sharing your vision with your people. And I would love to add you to my network. And so it's, um, it's looking at something specific that again, you can affirm with someone or feel like you can add value to them. And then once they connected, then I said, you know, I love connecting people. It's one of my strengths. And I would enjoy having a conversation with you to see if there might be people or resources that I might connect you with. Mm -hmm. And so I've got some great conversations. I, I have a podcast myself called Grow Strong Leaders. And so some of these folks ended up coming on my podcast. I'm reaching out now to some people that I would really like to get to know. And I'm inviting them to be guests on my podcast what is something that you can do when you reach out because too often these days we get pitches as soon as somebody connects with us
4: yeah
3: you know if i i'm very uh discriminating now on who i connect with on linkedin because too often after i click accept i get hit with a pitch Mm -hmm. and and those do not sit well with anybody so i don't know why we think we're different so (laughs) uh, my tip would be how can I be of service to this person? How can I bring value to them, so that I'm not asking for something right away? I'm looking at what they might uh, need, or what the, some connection I could make for them, something I can do for them that would be useful.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wow, that's so good. It's so funny how how many hundreds of people hit you up on LinkedIn. That is obviously kind of a robotic thing. And and, mm. and yes. it's just like, you know, I, are you really getting anything from this? Because I ignore them completely. Uh, I, and I, I've even done it. I've even kind of spit out to LinkedIn to kind of connect to people. And, and it doesn't really work very well until I go and have a conversation and say, you know what, I I read your book. I've I've met many authors. I've connected to many authors on LinkedIn because it's just cool. I'm like, Mm -hmm. wow, I can actually connect to this person that I've read that I just really love the concepts in this book. And they say, hey, thanks. Mm -hmm. And and we've even had them on shows and stuff. Other podcasts have been on. So thank you. I think it keeps coming down. And I'm just gonna go first because I said I was. Mm -hmm. uh, it, It goes down to caring. I I, kind of changed it. I wanted to say listen in the beginning is where you went, but actually caring about the other people. Mm -hmm. It's something that we've been touting from the rooftops for the last six years, right, Ryan? I mean, be good, do good was was our philosophy, our mantra, our mindset. But I just love it that it's I believe, we believe, it's one of the greatest business models of all time. If you can figure out the good you can do for other people, you will succeed. Uh-huh. And and you've just kind of reiterated that whole thing. And that's kind of what I've gotten out of this podcast: is just care, be legitimately caring about the people your your prospects, people that you're looking for to connect with, actually care about them instead of trying uh-huh. to figure out what you can get out of them or what yep. have you. So yep. that's me. I went first. Who who go, who's going next? <laughs>
2: Brett I was going to say it feels like Troy's going to be the next but if you want me to go I can
1: okay. beauty before age or age before anyway never
2: mind beauty before age hmm.
1: I am older than I, you.
2: you 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 get both I don't know how to
1: I don't know how to, <laughs> <laughs> know how to compete with that <laughs> Thanks buddy
2: You got the nice hair I oh, one Dean, of these does days, have I'm nice gonna
1: grow hair
2: Totally jealous of Troy's hand. <laughs> <headroom.
0: Sweet. laughs>
2: Me too. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what uh, what I, I've Thanks, got guys. to say is, uh, you know, I, I love that piece on um, paying attention to who you need to be to serve the person that you're interacting with in that moment, and um, and even more so like the whole concept of, of serving them, um, the, and everyone around you. So I, I, I look at this podcast right now and, and it's like, there, there's four other people on this podcast besides me. And who am I serving at any given moment when, when I'm either listening or, or speaking. And, and I, I I always, I want to make sure, uh, whenever I I'm on the podcast that I, that I am Entering this space with that mindset, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you know Meredith just really articulated it so well, and 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 I I loved what she had to say. Sweet, wonderful, love it, Mister Troy.
0: Me, okay. Or you want to go last? At you looked at me like you last. want to go last. <laughs> True. All right. Mr. Mr. Ryan, for the yeah. end. I know I didn't say much during this podcast, but uh,
1: yeah, Ryan.
0: Sorry, sorry. He, he was uh, the quiet. You're uh, brand brand forgiven. Us? You're forgiven. You're all branded. You're all <laughs> brand check. No, just kidding. Oh. <laughs> No, thanks, Meredith. Uh, You reminded me of my why, and that's doing good to others. So um, sometimes, you know, I'm in sales right now, doing a lot of sales in my own business. And so trying to disconnect with people at the first, you're like,
1: I just, you don't need to
0: to To get this product out there, but yeah, it's it's ultimately at the end of the day, it's making connection. I think next week we we'll get a chance to meet uh, some clients that we're onboarding, and I'm really excited to yeah to meet and connect with them again. So, anyways, thanks, Meredith, and caring about them, and caring, yep. and yeah, caring about, and, and and know you can do something for them, yeah, and provide a good service, yeah. and then transform their yeah. life. I love it, yep.
1: Mr. Troy. Okay, two things. First. I wanted to paraphrase Bobby because he kind of stole my stuff, <laughs> but I wanted to use what uh, what Meredith brought up was appreciate your the value of your business by appreciating the value of the people you're serving. Mm. That was my little because I thought that was pretty clever. Um, and I even patted myself on or the you're back. You're so clever. You're
2: so clever. You don't need to pat yourself <laughs> on the back. We'll do it for you.
1: The other one, <laughs> Double pat. the other one is that she was talking about, you know, her tools and systems about about helping people to so they can listen to each other in in the organization and the leadership team. And that's what I think marketing is about and I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast but um, my criticism of the billionaire Bill Gates, not it's not it's a tongue-in-cheek criticism, but 1999, 1996, 1999, he said um, that the internet is a is a marketplace for content and content is king is what he said. And I would like with all and the,
0: everybody's used that since then. And, yeah, and I content like, is king. And, content and, is king. And,
1: and in a way, that's so true. Except, I would like to modify you know, him, because with all due respect, I, he's a billionaire, I'm just me. You know, I'm You're a, a billionaire I'm a, to me. Yeah, I'm a 10,000-air, right? <laughs> 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 anyway, um, don't, content is not king. Conversations are king.
0: Yeah, connection.
1: Right, you connect, you listen to what people are saying to improve your marketing.
0: Like you've always said too, that the audience is queen.
1: The audience is queen, and if the queen ain't happy, the king has no kingdom. <laughs> okay, so 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 that's where it's at. Even in our yeah. businesses, if we can learn how to make do conversations, not with not talk other, at people, not talk at people, yeah. it, we're gonna we're gonna thrive. And Man. so Meredith just really in alignment with that.
0: This has been such a powerful show. Yes. My gosh, I, you guys don't notice it, but I actually have a tear in my eye because I'm so emotional about all this. So Meredith, we're going to give you the last word. So you can wrap up the show however you would like. Did you get anything out of the show itself or, you know, what would you like to leave us with?
3: You know, I loved this conversation. I loved that we all connected at a at a powerful way, I think. I could feel it, you know, Absolutely. and I think it was the openness, the willingness to be honest I showed up to be my best self Mm -hmm. for whatever was going to happen. And I think, you know, that's part of, I think, being able to be present with someone is that preparation in advance, Mm -hmm. where we get ourselves mentally ready to appreciate them, to be open to learning so that we don't just jump in because too often we can get busy you know entrepreneurs as part of our lives we're pulled in so many directions but if we Mm -hmm. will slow down long enough to pay attention what do we need to do to best prepare for this next thing that's going to happen so i can be fully present so i'm not still thinking about that last conversation Mm -hmm. i think that's one of the greatest gifts that we can give to each other. This to me was a fabulous experience. I I wow. love talking to all four of you.
0: Uh, when I need to pick me up, I'm going to listen to this show. Absolutely. <laughs> so, how can I do just people pitch
2: on John Speed Dial? <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> I just your energy, I just I want to be a better person right now. Me That's too. just all there is. I want to be a better person. So, Meredith, how do people get a hold of you? How do they how do they connect? How do they find Uh, your stuff
3: well um our website as you mentioned earlier growstrongleaders.com has information about our products our books my podcast and you know we have a schedule a call with meredith link right there yep and you can connect with me um on linkedin everybody should
0: be doing that schedule a call with (laughs) meredith
3: (laughs) i you know mention if you reach out to me on uh linkedin especially where you can write a note you know that you heard me on this show that would be awesome because then we'll know we have that that common ground i i love making connections it's really one i mean i if you look at my profile it says the heart-centered connector because that's what i love doing i enjoy putting people together where i think there's potential for some great synergy Wow!
0: So, what a great show today, guys! I'm I'm cutting it off. That's it. We I can't. My I'm about to explode with emotion. So, uh, thank you so much, Meredith, for being on the show. This has been amazing. Thanks, guys, once again for for uh, your beautifulness that you are. And we will see everybody next time for Stampede. No like trust. Ha, ha, ha.